the year is 2010. It's the first of September. Wow. <laughs> He's all out of sorts. He hasn't done this since. Didn't even check time. his watch either. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why. That's why he's out of sorts. It's it's now September on the north coast. Autumn is just about upon us, and uh, this is Amigo Schmoke and Mike and Mickey. Scott's reading. Don't disturb him. Scott's in the library yeah. section of our uh, just studio us. right now. Oh, I'm Scott. You might remember me from. Such podcasts. Twenty the first season of Waste Away in the North. Twenty Coast. episodes ago, <laughs> they decided to podcast at a decent hour. This is the earliest in a long time. And yes, fall is on its way. The shadows are getting taller. <laughs> I have to slip that in whenever I can. I know. And uh, when did we record that song? <coughs> was it around Labor Day or something last year? No, I think I seem to think it was like in the spring. It was like in April May time frame. Yeah, I thought it was springtime. Oh, so I just, I just, okay, so I'm more You're clever still at than it in I your mind. Myself, exactly. I'm more clever than I gave myself credit for. <laughs> We're talking talk about using the famous Shadows Tall line from the, from our theme song. It's poetry. Best line ever. But we should mention that we are back, well, not, we've been back in the studio, but hey, this is like the this start, is the of, start another of another season. Yeah, because golf season's over, volleyball season is upon us. March twenty second, two thousand nine, was the recording of our theme song. March, March. earlier. I said April or May. <laughs> was it in the fall? <laughs> it seemed like it was in the fall. Far from the fall as you could get. It's like the opposite of fall. <laughs> it was the. <laughs> Let's listen to the different noises that Schmuck can make. I especially like the. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite pun. <laughs> I'm so glad I can amuse you. <laughs> so yeah, I, I couldn't have been more wrong. <laughs> it's, it's funny, like exactly wrong. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it was the spring uh, vernal equinox or whatever. <laughs> normally, you protect yourself by saying, it wasn't the fall, was it? <laughs> I know, I didn't. You didn't I even was... do that. You were sure. <laughs> oh, I... I'm so wrong so often, I think. Yes, everybody know Joe was wrong, about as wrong as he could possibly be. Yeah, what else am I wrong about? <laughs> well, hey, we ha- when's the last time we podcast? Has it been three, four weeks? A month? I think it, it was, was back in the spring. <laughs> it was March 22nd. It wasn't the spring, was it? Have we ever really podcasted? <laughs> Scott I don't even, can't remember. I don't even count the last show. They Did we even no podcast in whatsoever. August? Yeah, we did it. We did August fourth, yeah. twenty ten. Wow, episode one thirty. Wow, we only so did really one was like a month ago. We're gonna kill September. Is that good? <laughs> <laughs> I know. When I said, "Is I don't know if I'm using the right <laughs> word," you don't know. He may be wrong. Yeah, we could. This could be our only. It's <laughs> true. September. Show. He actually meant April. <laughs> <laughs> well, so in August for ten days in the thumb of Michigan, the heart of the North Coast, is Caseville, and uh, well, this is that amount Caseville, of time, which is actually a North Coast. It, it is. It is, hey, it, it is a coast, coast on the thumb, Saginaw Bay, whatever it is, and uh, uh, they have the Cheeseburger Festival, Cheeseburger and Caseville Festival every year, and we did not go to it last year, but we went to it the previous two years to that, right? So 2008, 2007. And uh, 
we didn't really make plans to go this year, but I ended up going uh, with a friend out for a day trip there. So I spent a lot more time driving than I was there. <laughs> but uh, I went up and sampled the. It, it, it looks everything looks the same. It looks like there's really nothing new. I mean, except the logo's different or whatever the design. But the cheeseburgers are new. Now, I just went to our Riverside Roadhouse, the bar we always go to. Didn't see our waitress that we always have. Oh, she wasn't there? No, not. That's too bad. And uh, we got their this year's entry for them. I don't even know what won, uh, what burger won the contest, but their entry was a Guinness-soaked burger with those uh, those onions on it, the onions that you get in the, in the can. Soaked up in, you know, with the little batter on them. What do you call it? Oh, the straws? Yeah, like the... Oh, I know what you're talking about. The French onion. Frenches. Yeah. The, uh, the stuff you put on the top of the uh, green bean casserole. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They were on the burger. French yeah. fried onions. They actually use those? Yeah. That's I'm surprised. Were. I figured for a big contest like that, they'd, like, make them fresh. Oh, well, they might have made them fresh, but that's what they look like. They might have made them fresh. Oh. But they, they look did. just like... They can't... Uh, they'd never win <laughs> taking it out of a can. Yeah, I don't know. But that's what it was like. I mean, it was they were crunchy like that. That sounds intriguing. It was good. They were on it. Then they then they serve you a, you know the whole cold stuff, the the lettuce, the tomato, and the onion, and you already have these <coughs> other onions on it. So uh, it was good. It was good, and it's always good to go to that Riverside Roadhouse. Football was on. They were just they had Big Ten Network or something replaying a game from last year, but. School to watch football. Uh, they had Land Shark on tap, so that was cool. The first one I got though was real warm. Land Shark on tap. tap. You hear that, Jennifer? I hear it. So yeah, Land Shark on tap. Some limes. It was really hot. We walked walk through all the. Did you put some limes in your pocket? <laughs> uh, no, I didn't. That's my, call, that's my thing. Oh, I'm sorry. I knew it was one of you. <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> Only weeds do that. He would just use them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Out of my pocket. Them. <laughs> Mike carries my lines for me in his pocket. I just hand them over. Oh, and they used, que- No questions asked. He's a lime burrow. So they had uh, Air Margarita was playing that night, just like before. And this was the Saturday of the first weekend of the festival. So the first day is Friday, and that's when they do the judging. So, uh, the Depot won Best Cheeseburger. The Depot. The Depot. But it doesn't say what their burger was. It just says they won. It doesn't describe the burger. Jeez. That's unfortunate. I can't remember. I basically stayed on that one side of the street and went all the way down to the beach. You know, again, you had to pay like (laughs) seven bucks to get in the hill there. Remember you have to, oh right, you have right to get yeah, a they had it all gated out. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, cut through. They were getting ready, like um, some steel drum band was getting ready to play. Um, some a name we R Tripoli. Oh, the Trinidad Tripoli. It was either no. them or the 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 Arc one or whatever. So I was the just name at, we've seen before. I was just at the page of the events. It was just familiar to me. Oh, we walked to the beach. And, they already had sand. Bob always saw the sandcastles. That one cheeseburger thing I sent as a photo. So not much going on. It was it was cool, and the burger was good, and it was just cool to take it all in. But uh, 
and my GPS or whatever through the phone took me right past our Holiday Inn. I thought I would go another way straight there. No, it took me right through Bad X and then over to Caseville. <laughs> so it's just used to it. Yeah. You figured that's your preferred route. Yeah, it's, it's amazing that it knew. But since it's a different car. So yeah, nothing, uh, nothing too crazy. Uh, walked through the marina a little. You know, it was just, just the usual. It was How was it getting in? I remember when I went there last time. Like I joined you guys late. Yeah. And it was a fair to get into town. Yeah, I mean. but you came in the way I thought I was going to come in. I came yeah. in from Bad X, and I parked right right on that the road that was going east-west. So I I came to town going west and parked right away. It was a traffic jam. And so I that's parked. the better way to go. Yeah. I, I was in traffic a long time. Had get coming find go really, Main park. Street continues yeah. out of town, right? That's the way you came, yeah. right? That goes along the thumb. You're right, so maybe it did choose the right route for me. Yeah, because I did it online, and it took me another way, and then when I, I thought I just didn't print it. Oh, that's good, because, yeah, there was a bugger when I got up there. I remember that. What day were you there? Uh, the first Saturday of the festival. Oh, okay. That was the first? I thought it was the second. I thought it was the last. Wow, it started earlier than I thought. Oh, my God. I just went to the page of events. It's got Air Margaritaville listed, and it says they're a buffet tribute band. Oh. Ooh. You gotta love bands that come with buffets. Oh, jeez. Mm, they probably buffet. didn't do that. They don't want to associate with tribute buffets. <laughs> they probably did that on purpose. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Hey, we, tr- we just tribute buffets. Yeah. That's terrible. Maybe that's us. how they get away with uh, not referencing buffets. But there was more. Well, that's some tribute then, if you don't even spell the guy's name right. Or they're always afraid of getting in trouble. But you can use his I'm name. He's not like Billy Joel. He didn't copyright his name. The uh, or trademark his name. The Detroit Free Press article I'm looking at. And, uh, yeah, it was a good article. Yeah, it was a good article about it. So it's it's from the August fifth, what day, day after the last podcast, <laughs> issue of the Detroit Free Press. You can find it online and. It talks about the Caseville, mm-hmm. the cheeseburger in Caseville. They actually, and they, they do mention Jimmy Buffett, right? It, it's a Jimmy Buffett-inspired family-friendly festival. Well, uh, right Radio Margaritaville on Facebook, they were the ones that... That's how I found out about the the article, even though it's our local paper. But I saw the link on Radio Margaritaville. Mar- Margaritaville. That me off, because I sent it to him. <clears throat> Yeah, I didn't see that. It. And he didn't see my uh I just ignored it. Oh. I thought it was another kitten playing pianos. <laughs> so I had the so scoop. I, I had it. Mike's I always said it though. Yeah, I know. I actually discovered it. <laughs> and, boy, and somebody else gets credit. But I thought it was still, it. I thought it was I thought it was cool that Radio Margarita though was saying, Hey, there's this place in Caseville that's doing this Jimmy that Buffett is? festival for yeah. ten years or whatever. And it, and it it's uh, it was even funnier because of all the subterfuge they went through the when we were there trying to yeah, disassociate themselves yeah. with Buffett. And here's Buffett's organization saying, "Yeah, there's this place that has a festival to me." I had no idea about this Phillips Clark. I never heard any mention of him. You can borrow it. You don't have to read it all right now. I read it all. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay, well, I'm next. But I, had I, thought, no, I said it was a quick read. Holy crap. I had no idea about, uh, like, I had never heard that before. Well, maybe we should go to, that's a perfect segue for Mike's Mike's little anecdote. Yeah, Mike has a... What have you been reading? It's a book. 
this guy? Oh, the book. I can't remember the book. <laughs> like, what? what are you talking about? What is this? Podcast? I got that book for my birthday. And the in book May. is? <laughs> Wait, or was it in the fall? <laughs> I know. Mm. You sure your birthday is not in the fall? <laughs> and that book is? Uh, Jimmy Buffett, The Key West Years by Tom Corcoran, who is, uh, I guess, has been around with and around Buffett for a long period of time. Uh, has done a lot of photography for him on, on an official basis. Yeah, isn't he on liner notes and stuff? He's yeah, in many, a number yeah, of liner yeah, I know notes. the name. And he's done like like inside yeah, I've, the I've seen his name. Like yeah. volcano, the gatefold of volcano, I think is full of pictures that he took and maybe even like A one A and so this he goes way back. So it's definitely the early years. So he is And he writes mystery novels that. set in Key West. Which I had never heard of him before. I'll tell you right where where I'm going tomorrow is I'm buying something called Air Dance Iguana. Yeah, I've never read. Like it's, a whole, that's our, it's a whole series. Yeah, that's our book clubs. recommendation. That's for our book club. Yeah. yeah, Scott is now starting a book club. <laughs> Scott's yeah, book club. Okay, a, new, so a new segment on our podcast. The, there was really nothing that I had heard before the entire book. It was all new yeah. to me. There were a couple things, but I did learn a lot. Of, I mean, there but was a lot Phillips of Clark, which uh, this is kind of cool because I never really knew. Um, <laughs> is this bartender, basically Jimmy's first bartender friend, and that's who A Pirate Looks at 40 is about. So when he finished writing the song in 1973, Buffett actually called him and sang it to him over the phone, and his the guy's response was, nice tune, why'd you call? The guy didn't even know it was about him. <laughs> I thought that was funny. The guy's like a drunk, like it's yeah. hilarious. We all we do is but yes. I, huh. Yep. Now, now Shmo's going to read. Shmo's going to read it, it like while the podcast goes. The most on. interesting man in the world. It does. <laughs> look, look at it. Look at what the guy did. Read this Phillips card guy. He was like a scholar, a bartender, uh, smuggler. He's in everything. Yeah. Now this book is cool because it, it actually no it goes into uh, like all the early places that Buffett lived when he was down there, and there's actually photos of these places. So these little apartments and stuff. And I, I remember seeing some of these places when I went down there. So it's actually uh, it's pretty cool to hear, read about the, the full story behind these things. Yeah, that actually inspired me a little bit. To do what? To get Tom Corcoran's books. Oh, okay. Scott Book. Well, even the I thought you were going to become an alcoholic in Key West. <laughs> hey, uh, that's my job. <laughs> let me try that. I, I like your plan better. Mine involved reading. Yours involved alcohol. I like your plan better. Yep, less work. You can read and drink. You can write and drink in Key West. I just, I just want to drink. So I'm recommending the book based on my last half hour with it, 20 minutes. So here you go. That's Mike's part of the book club, and then Scott's part of the book club will follow uh, in a show or two. Yeah, it's pictures and then basically one-pagers. Yes, these little stories Stories. about very early years, and uh, you'll find it very interesting. It's getting uh, Scott's recommendation, so there you have it. Hey, even the writing style, it's not even, I mean, the stories It's just like the guy sitting there telling you. Right. I I noticed that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, he has a very good style. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm embarrassed to admit that I got that book like a year ago and still haven't read it. <laughs> that and the Captain Tony book and the the Steve Goodman book and 
couple other Buffett related books. What's the Captain Tony book? Is it a bit? Is it a little? It's uh, Life Bar- Lessons of a Legend, I no, believe. No. It's a biography no, about Captain Tony. Mm-hmm. And then I've got that the Buffett philosophy book, The Porpoise Driven Life, which I bought pretty much just because of the title. Haven't read that either. <laughs> anyway, so well, if we about check this. out the book, people. It's good stuff. Jimmy Buffett, The Key West Years by Tom Corcoran. Comes out this fall. <laughs> According to Joe. <laughs> Remember, All right, well, then, uh, we'll switch back and forth. My little teeny tiny story is, I don't know why I'm obsessed with this. Joe, you want one? No, you know what? I don't. You're good? Okay. Yeah. Mikey? Yes, please. Mike, you're okay. I'm okay, thank you. And what Jennifer's asking is if we want more land shark bottles of land shark beer brewed in St. Louis, Missouri. Because that's what these days are. Well, I've got Jacksonville. Do you really? Yeah, mine's Jacksonville. Wow. Wait, wait, here we go. We We can prove our theory right here. See if the bottle's bigger. It is. You can tell right now. It is. It's a giant bottle. Here's our science project right here. (laughs) What brought this on? It was like you had, I had, uh, you had a U12, brought, and then I brought a new 12 over. I had beers in my fridge, you know, like I do, all fronted nicely in, in my fridge. And you must have brought a 12 over. Yeah. What was the occasion? Oh, you came I over. I came over. Mickey <laughs> okay. Alex brings later. Yeah, well, we can get Wednesday. a photo of it right now, and then you could upload it right away. So <laughs> we do have a Jacksonville and two St. Louis right here on the table. And. Uh, the bottles are the St. Louis bottles are sh- they're sh- the shorter long neck. Short and stout. Yeah, and that's another thing. The the uh, I this is this how it's effective. Look, look at this. Look, wait, wait, how come this bottle's bigger than the other bottle? This is Rip St. Louis. I'm complaining. St. Louis. You're charging the same price for that? Yeah. Look at that. Look at he got this more beer. He had. wants one of those. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Send it back. Get the get the taller beer. So pizza. When you order, that's a nice little scam. Yeah. Two guys get the short one. One guy gets the big one. What are we talking about now? They <laughs> <laughs> confuse me. We ch- change the subjects. Yeah. And, and this is what brought it on. I as I'm putting the beers in my fridge, I'm having trouble, and I noticed that these uh, the St. Louis ones would turn out to be the St. Louis ones. They do not fit. They do not. They do not fit. <laughs> they do not fit. Ooh, donuts. They, uh, as you put them in the shelf, you get to that last bottle, and it it sits over the lip of the shelf in the fridge. And Joe whereas, thought he was drinking too many uh, land Whereas a row of, the, row of the taller ones, then I noticed these are a little taller. The Jacksonville ones, that row fit that number of bottles perfectly because they're a little skinnier. Just a little skinnier so they fit on the shelf perfectly because I always loved how the land sharks fit perfectly on the shelf. <laughs> Joe leads a simple life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so he sits in front of his open fridge. I've learned to embrace Not knowing what time of year it is. <laughs> yes. He's in his own He's learned world. to embrace the small things. Look at my land shark lined up nicely. Uh, yeah. Oh. Ever since puberty, he's embraced the small things. <laughs> <laughs> Good for Joe. <laughs> So anyway, that that and then I noticed that the size of the bottles. Then I started looking at the where they were brewed at. It's all they, about the size of the bottles. And they Joe. say Margaritaville Brewing Company, and they say Jacksonville or St. Louis. And my theory is, I haven't looked into this. I'm just my hypothesis is that the Jacksonvilles are older, and they've just closed that, and they've gone to St. Louis and brewed them, and the bottles have changed because 
they, I, I wouldn't think they'd have two different sizes. And my theory bottles. is they have two different breweries. But I can't, two haven't seen any Jacksonville since until today. But that could be, it could have been, he just got an old beer, maybe. Well, nah, he boxes. would know. Are you kidding? What? Yeah, doesn't it have a uh, Born on kind of thing on it? Yeah, you know, now we need to buy some buds and you know find out which ones are from Jacksonville and which are, which are from St. Louis and compare those. Maybe that's just the way their uh, their dyes are made. Well, I, yeah, I uh, I don't know for sure. I just say maybe the guy in charge of the bottle of the one is trying to compensate for something. Think about it. The cardboard boxes that come in for 12s, they have to be completely different boxes for the Jacksonville bottles. I'm saying they've switched gears completely, that they don't have two. That's just what I'm thinking. Or do they? Well, or are I'd they like just help more us, extra help us empty out space there. there. Everybody get some land sharks and see, see if you find Call your land shark representative. And your senator. Yeah, we want a hearing. I think our Congress is nothing better. You know, we're, exactly. if we're still, exactly. actually, we're still getting actually, Jacksonville. That can't be that old. It's got to be. They still have to be kicking it out there. Maybe. Maybe steroids still, are involved, and then Congress would get involved. This is my uh, hypothesis. I don't know. I'd like the, to see the glass is infused with steroids. It. We have to find a way to prove it or disprove it. All right. So somebody's so got to get on the no case. There is no born on date. Wait, no. It's no. no it's it's that whole. We looked at this before, didn't we? Anheuser Busch has. Born on dates, but not on the land shark, I guess. This is an island lager. It's different. Thanks. <laughs> so anyway, that's our that's, time. That's going to be time our, and dates don't matter when you're from the islands. Yep. Science it does matter to Joe anyway. Yeah. Apparently, yeah, yeah, you, you can only drink them in the island. <laughs> this will be we'll be following this story. And yeah, we're gonna have to like do some more research. That if anybody's gonna follow it. it no matter how many beers If only we had a device where we could look something like that up on the internet. But where would you look? How do you know? Here's a clue. Google it. No. Why are bottles, why are land shark bottles bigger? I guarantee you, you get hit. No, get isn't, there, isn't there a website? I thought I read about you're, this. You're spoiling my, my chance to, to research this. <laughs> I thought I read about someplace, some website that actually has like uh, all the details on, on the release, uh, on the... Uh, Output the beach. Well, that's our homework. Let's go back and figure this out. Or it might be in the show notes at wasteaway.net. I think he's already told it. I didn't bother doing that. I just did. Now that I'm mentioning the uh, URL, you could also, if you know, you could also contact us at our brand new toll free number. Toll free number. Toll free. Thanks to all our millions we've made from your downloading our iTunes song. That's right. But don't let that stop you from <laughs> yeah. downloading the song some more, from purchasing the song from the iTunes US store. But we have or a new toll free number. It's now our number, well, the Skype number still exists. But if you want the toll free number, you can contact us at 1 888 38COAST. C O A S T. That's one. And I really, should free, know, I really should know what the actual number is, but I don't offhand. <laughs> We can but figure that out. It is one triple eight three eight coast. That's our toll free number. One eight 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 three eight coast. And uh, it's costing me money, so it won't be around for long. Why do I keep thinking it's soap? That's because so this is this is not a revenue generating endeavor. <laughs> Remember, we won't have the number for long. So, that's, so that's take our, advantage our, of that number as soon as you can. I've got. <laughs> I've got forty dollars into the. I I can't bring myself to pay for those reports. I'm yeah, dying we, to know. Yeah, we have to 
but wait for the. Uh, I've already got forty-three dot forty-six. I did it twice. That's a ripoff. You, you have to pay for your own statistics. Yeah, yeah. Load that's where they get you. See. So I paid forty-six dollars into that just for the record. Now it doesn't equal what Mickey spends, but. Yeah, you'll yeah, notice. We'll you notice the absence of tears over. <laughs> <on this side. laughs> I spent nothing. I bought a bunch of. Anyway, we have what to, I'm waiting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I actually provided. The kind of thing, but he fucking provided the land shark. Yeah, some of them are mine. You provided all that. All I know so. is also around this time, my Kroger and other Kroger stopped carrying land shark. Are you sure it was around this time? Yeah. <laughs> It was in the fall. Just like that. <laughs> Are you sure it was in the fall? <laughs> Everything happened around this time. <laughs> That's right. What is it with fall with you? <laughs> and no matter what happens, he said it happened in the fall. You don't know. The fall is good time for me. I know this. This is what I'm talking about, Landshark. All this happened about the time because... Uh, he goes to football for, games. Oh, because this, this all came... I know. I, I also bought a bunch of beer. It was you my son's graduation party. <laughs> In the fall. In the fall. We tried to wait to the fall. We gave him this part at the end of July, right before the last podcast. In winter. Because <laughs> it's Christmas. winter. Christmas in July. It was July. Because he didn't Schmo really, he didn't really graduate. He got a GED after. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, so anyway, that I had a bunch of land shark for that, and all this this is where it all came about. I had those hanging in the fridge, and then Mick came over with land shark like he does. And uh, the rest is history. I did my research just by drinking the beers and preparing the bottles. <laughs> I didn't even go on the internet at all. <laughs> that's how that's how it was discovered. Chmo took a, uh, a photo with his phone and texted it to us. That's when we found out. And. That actual photo will be included in the show notes at wastingover.net. And we could jump to uh, Mike's next door. The uh, Parrothead Night at yeah, the Manatee, Comerica Park? The Save the Manatee Club's Parrothead Night. Yeah, it was kind of a cool thing. like Almost like last minute. It was just days before. Um, I just decided to, uh, to go. The kids have been bugging. The wife been bugging about going to a Tiger game. And then this event came up, and I thought, wow, what better way to uh, take care of both needs than to go ahead and hit this game right here. Cool. So I uh, went online and bought tickets, and uh, away we went. And uh, it was a pretty good time. This was it was a free, floppy, tropical hat night <laughs> at, the, uh, at the ballpark. So if you're one of the first 10,000... Um, and were you one of the first 10,000? Uh, yes. In fact, we we have two. I have, I have one, and the, the wife got one. But not the kids. And the kids did not. You had to be 18 or over to get they the floppy They didn't look hats. old enough. Why? I don't know. I have no idea. But uh, they're pretty decent. They're just a little floral-style hat with uh, the old English D in front on the orange. What's the design on it? Was it like palm trees? or? No, no. It's like uh, the uh, looked like a... Hawaiian shirt, the blue with the flowers. Oh, flowers? With white flowers, yeah. Okay, it's got flowers. Yeah. I couldn't remember what the, the white part of it was. Yep, just white flowers. And the, the old English tea. So they look cool, you know. I look like a goof wearing my stupid hat, but then all kinds of other people running around wearing the stupid hats too, so no big deal. Um, but we go in and, and um, they hand out the hats, and there are signs around that actually uh, say Parrot Head Night, which was pretty cool. And uh, 
Do we have photos we, uh, of this? I do. In fact, there will be some posted. Nick has those now. Scott's being coy. He knows perfectly well that the, the photos were just transferred right before we started recording. Mike finally finally brought the, his camera over so I could transfer the photos onto my laptop. And almost had a catastrophe because the, <laughs> the battery was dead, but luckily... Uh, and figures, after all that time, finally get the camera here and the camera battery is dead. But... Fortunately, we were able to transfer the stuff over. So I'll be including that in the show notes for episode 135, whatever the title is for this one. So as we uh, go in, you take a walk around. It's, it's pretty crowded. They, they uh, had a pretty good crowd on hand. And, and um, heading around the concourse, they had there were a few different bands um, out there. And I did stop by one of them. It was like a uh, four-piece band, I think. Just a, um, older dudes, even older than us. Wow, um, that's Just out there playing some uh, Buffett tunes. And quite a crowd gathered around. Was, and, uh, just because they rolled. Look at them. They're so old. Yeah. And they're actually playing music. <laughs> they're even older than this guy right here. <laughs> <laughs> no. And they were they were pretty good. And uh, I guess there were a couple other acts elsewhere in the ballpark, but I did not see them. Uh, this was the only one, uh, only group that I saw. I think they were called Caribbean Blue. I don't remember. Yeah, I saw that in your video. You did get a shot of them. Yep. So we watched them for a little bit and then headed up to the headed up to the stands. We had nosebleed seats, upper section, uh, but not a bad seat in the house anyway. So you can still see everything. And uh, it was nice. Between innings, they played um, Buffett tunes, except for the occasional Kenny Chesney tune, and, mm-hmm. and uh, there were a couple other. I'm trying to think of the other non-Buffett tune, but it was closely was related. Ah, uh, yes, there you go. Yeah, there was. They played Toes, I believe. It was a Zach Brown song. Um, but they were good about playing that, like, during the uh, middle of the innings. Um, during the game, they stopped and, and... Or was it the beginning? I forget now. must have been the beginning. They actually gave um, um, an award or, or recognition to the, uh, the lady that... that um, did the Save the Manatee Club, and she was there with her whole club, all the students and everything down in the field, and I do have some footage of that, which was pretty cool, and uh, I could see them tiny down in the field back from where we were, and then uh, moments later, as we settled in for the uh, the game, we saw some folks come up up the stairs from, from down there looking for their seats, and hey, it's this Save the Manatee Club. So the folks that we just saw down on the field receiving their uh, award or recognition, here they come up, and they were they were sitting four rows in front of us. So we had that, that whole group right in front of us. It was pretty wild. So I do have video of that as well. Um, and during the presentation or whatever it was of the award, Buffett had a little video clip that they played on the big screen. That Did talked about that? the man, the same manatee. I believe I do have that on there. Cool. Yeah. So that's how I first heard about it was through the Save the Manatee thing. Since we donated money to Chessie, the manatee named Chessie. So I thought it was pretty funny that this organization in Florida has to tell me what the Tigers will be doing. <laughs> and Radio Margaritaville has to tell you <laughs> what the free yeah. press is. I'm a citizen yes. of Detroit the world. What can I say? 
So it was a good time, good night. Uh, I believe they lost that game. I don't remember the score. Oh, of course. Um, but the... Uh, goes without you got like a 90-10% chance. Oh, that was the night that uh, Tory Hunter went nuts and threw the bag of balls out onto, this, mm. onto the... Oh. Uh, he was getting... That's right, you mentioned Big argument with the, the umpire. And he threw the bag of balls on the field. A poor example to our manatee friends. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's not that was manatee the night. weight yeah. at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was, uh, that was about it. They had fireworks, and they played Buffett tunes behind the fireworks, which was cool. Cool. Right, three or four songs, Margaritaville being one of them. And I have the entire fireworks show on video if you're interested. So Maybe. <laughs> it is there. But it was a good time. We all had fun, and I recommend it highly if uh, if they do this again. Mm-hmm. Good times. You guys have been busy. Yeah, but I can't match. That's I, I don't have anything else. Mike has another. Because uh, yeah, you didn't show up to my Jimmy Buffett night at Park Colony Swim and Tennis Club. Yeah, we could. Now Scott's got a story. Scott's, Scott's got a story. Yeah, that's right. It's not really a story. Hey, it's a well, story. Hey, you had a Jimmy Buffett night. So in my quest to share Buffett with the world, not that I really have a quest, but um, I am a member of Park Colony Swim and Tennis Club in Allen Park, Michigan, a former board member. I was in charge of social events, and I planned a Jimmy Buffett night at the club in which we serve cheeseburgers in paradise. I don't, I'm sure I've told this story before that I possess a cheeseburger in paradise, very large sign. Have I told this story before? Yeah, I think. Wait, like cheeseburger in paradise? Or? Yeah. I stopped paying attention. Hardee's, back when Michigan had Hardee's, had a promotion, a very short promotion, literally I I remember you saying this. months before they were bankrupt. And I, well, I've taken it to concerts, so I'm sure that I, I probably talked about it. Make a long story short, we paid and we we possessed this sign. So Park Colony has a upper deck. They have a um, like a hall area, and on top of this hall area is an outside deck. So we took the cheeseburger sign, hung it up on the deck, made it very festive, and we got a uh, grass skirt, like table skirting, for uh, made a little homemade tiki bar for our margaritas that we were serving that night. It was all decorated with palm trees and we had lights and um, we had even a land shark. Somebody had gotten the land shark banners that you see like with the little triangles, you know, that are hung up at locations. And um, so the task at hand was a uh, come dressed in Jimmy Buffett attire. So lays were of course distributed Hawaiian lays were, of course, distributed as you entered, and uh, people came really surprisingly dressed up. Um, I mean, there wasn't anything risky, a lot of Hawaiian shirts, you know, type things that you would normally see. No coconut bras, even though I encouraged that several times. Um, My daughter kept asking me to buy her one, but that wasn't going to (laughs) happen. That's not what he meant by a, a lot of the kids actually did wear grass skirts. I mean, like I bought both my son and my daughter uh, grass skirts. So I played Buffett music. I also had a trivia contest. I typed up uh, 20 questions. 
and passed that out. And I had um, some prizes, actually a, a ceramic parrot. So I, I did the trivia and had somebody win with uh, 18 out of 20. Wow. Which was pretty impressive. Um, matter of fact, I will send to our to Mickey uh, to put on the show notes the, the trivia. As a matter cool. of fact, so yeah. our guests can participate, or our listeners can participate in the trivia. Excellent. And I try to keep it fairly easy. I'm sure none of our listeners will have any problems. I did throw in a, one or two little curveballs, because my, my dad only scored like 15, mm. I think. But he's also getting old, so <laughs> I was a little disappointed in him. Um, so I played Buffett music solid. Well, Buffett and Friends. I actually played the entire Air Margaritaville album for openers. And people were actually intrigued by that. Like, nobody knew who it was. And it was a, people who were familiar with Buffett more than I thought. Oh, what is this? I like this sound, you know. So I might, Air Margaritaville might be getting some more uh, business because of it. Because I did have that from when they, they had a, it's a pretty decent album. It, I don't, I mean, they've got a couple. This What's is the name of it? their last one, and I can't. I knew you were going to ask me, and it's slipping my mind. I don't think I have that one. But it's got a song on it called "Whatever It Is," or wherever. Well, no, whatever. Well, yeah, whatever it is. And basically, the gist of it was whatever it is. I wasn't there, and you know, I didn't do it. it and it's a very um, well played lyrics. And, and that was actually a, a very popular song because it's one of those songs that catches in your head pretty quick. So even like a first-time listener, by the end of it was, was you know, really into the song. So that, that got three or four comments. And then, uh, you know, I, I, of course, had everybody do a toast when I played Margaritaville. Um, and it was just a, a solid fun night. I actually did fireworks that night. Um, you know, got a hold of some fireworks from Commonwealth Displays, our sponsor. I was, I was wondering where possibly could you get your hands on fireworks? <laughs> and um, we did fireworks. We had a pinata, a little uh, pinata for the kids to break open. And uh, we had a hula hoop contest, a hula contest, a limbo contest. And even the manager said, number one, it was the busiest that place had been all summer. <laughs> And uh, she sold out of the cheeseburgers. It was a jam-packed. Matter of fact, I didn't even end up eating. I brought guests, and then there was like a sign-up sheet. She didn't even have enough food. So I'm like, feed my guests. I didn't even eat anything. And uh, I ordered a pizza about an hour late, about an hour later after everybody else was done eating. Pl- playing all Buffett music, and then little Zach Brown, little Kevin Chesney, little, you know, mixed in. But pretty much it was solid Buffett. Uh, and I was really only going to, I thought people would get sick of it. To be honest with you, especially the kids. So I really planned to only do it from 6 to 7.30. But there was nothing but interest and kids dancing and everybody having a good time. So I played Buffett music all the way till 8.15. And then finally I got my 800, 800th request for Katy Perry, uh, California Girls. And then once that, once I opened up that gravy train, it then became the teenage popular you know, music for the rest of the night until 11. But the last song I did play, uh, Time to Go Home, Carmen. That was my, oh, cool. that was my, uh, fading, fading song, which was also the last song played at my wedding. Oh, wow. That's cool. 
that's cool. So, but it was all in all it was an outstanding night, and uh, can't wait really to do it again next year because it was just it was fun, and everybody was very festive. It was just very, but it's like a being at a Buffett parking lot. Everybody had a drink in their hand. Everybody had you know the style. It was just it was good, good, good night. That's cool. Camp counselor does it up right, man. He's gonna yeah. do it. Go big or go home. That's right. Very so. Cool. Now, Mike has another story. I do the shopping story. Oh, yes, yes. Yes, at my uh, neighborhood Myers. I just happened to be going down the liquor aisle like I... Okay, I'm always in the liquor aisle. <laughs> I'll admit it. Yeah, it just happened. To but who buys liquor at Myers? It's so damn ex- They charge like the maximum you can charge by law, not the minimum. Do they? I thought they were like the minimum. Oh, no. It's ridiculous. Seriously? Seriously. Captain Morgan's is actually cheaper at CVS Drugs than it Myers? Is at Myers. Really? Wow. And I'm not talking about a dollar or two. I mean, there's a $6 difference in a fifth at, at, for CVS versus $6? Holy crap. Yeah. Really? I had no idea. Yeah. But if this is the only place, well, is this where you buy all your liquor? I do. I buy all my tequila there. The tequila's like reasonable like the, yeah, the El Himador is like 20 bucks yeah that's, 20 bucks a cro- and they, nobody else has it so I use that's, cro- like, I that's cro- the rate. going rate and in fact um, like uh, traditional is it's higher now it's like 26 or 27 depending on where you buy it and it used to be closer to 20 so that's gone up a little bit probably because you and I have been buying it all yeah. up so anyway I, 1800 yeah, went up 1800 yeah, yeah. that went up too so I'm there anyway, and I always look at, just look for Margaritaville rum, because it's, I don't even know why I, I do it anymore, because it's been so long. It's been what? It's been a whole year yeah. and a half. But I still I made it a habit to Was it the fall that we, they yeah, missed? Yeah, yeah, the don't fall. ask Joe. I'm sure it was the fall. <laughs> so I look around, and, and uh, there it is, right behind, right between the, I think it was Admiral Nelson and Sailor Jerry. Yeah. Um, it's right there on the same shelf, but with a much classier label than either one of those two is our uh, awesome Margaritaville Spiced Rum. They didn't have any other flavors, just the spiced. But, and yet, uh, he couldn't buy us a bottle. I bought me a bottle. <laughs> I already opened it. And How I, much was it? I had a shot. It was, uh, I don't remember the exact price. I want to say 17 It was. It was cheaper than I thought. Oh, wow. So it was... Uh, it was Priced with, in fact, the photo probably has the price, or did I take it up too, up too high? So it's priced probably with the Sailor Jerry. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like a premium price. It was uh, competitive. Um, and I did try a shot of it. Just I had to try it, and it tasted pretty much like all the other spiced rums. Yeah, <laughs> no different. Oh, there is a difference in spice rum. That's not a palate that is worthy to make that judgment. <laughs> no. he, I imagine if you put him side tequila, by side. His palate is ruined. That's so. true. we got to run it past the expert here, I think. But mm-hmm. To me, mm-hmm. and I didn't do a side-by-side comparison, but it just, it was good. I enjoyed it. And and uh, the uh, the bottle has just, it's still intact, so if you guys, if we do the big draft party, you know, I'll have to, I'll bring it. And, uh, but uh, I just it's just that one shot out of it, and I liked it. I'm looking fact, forward to I'm making to some Myers more details with it or something. <laughs> I'm going to Myers, find Myers on the way home right now. 1021. 
They seem to be a pretty good place for Margaritaville type stuff. Yeah, they, yeah had, the they had the chips and salsa. Yeah, they, they always, always have the chips and salsa. Well, they were the first with the chips and salsa. And, and in crumbs. fact, they had the new chips, right? The deli style. Have you any, anybody no. seen their restaurant style? Extra thick restaurant style. I've, I thought I saw those before, but yeah, there's. The they had those. I had not seen those before. But they had the frozen concoction makers. They had the uh, the lime trays. You know, they they had that stuff. Myers. That's got to be the biggest selling brand because even at Kroger, my Kroger's now they're really weaning down on the the other salsa, the Garden Fresh. Oh, really? The the Margaritaville went from like one because now they got like every variety. There's like four different varieties of the salsa. At least that's what was at Kroger's last time I was there, and they down to like one of the Garden Fresh, like hot mild. They don't have the like Garden Fresh used to have like a peach salsa, mango, whatever they. I haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah, Garden Fresh is much smaller now. But the... Uh, I think they're getting a buck more for it. A <laughs> pint, too. I could be wrong because it had been a while since I had bought. But it seems to me like the Margaritaville is more expensive than the Garden Yeah, it Fresh. always was more expensive yeah. than the Garden Fresh. That's Jimmy's cut. Yeah. <laughs> but the... Uh, I, and I got some, like, cheese dip. The cheese queso dip. Margaritaville brand. So, yeah, I had a... <laughs> Margaritaville shopping spree about the the rum. I had to get everything. It was awesome. I really went there to buy tequila, and I, but I saw the rum. I had to buy that, and I got all the other Margaritaville yeah, But he just stuff. happened to be in the liquor aisle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they know me there. It was, it and you was good. Had it yet. Yeah, so Scott's got the connoisseur. We got to get his official expert rum expert opinion. Tasting. Well, you guys will still Expertise. be podcasting, and I will probably have my first flavor if it's available. I will so call you. Enough to Myers I'll right Skype now. you in. Yeah, because I'm sick of talking about it, and I just want to buy it. We just made him thirsty is what we did right here. Yeah. Yeah. All It's always succeeded in doing it. Like it's got thirsty. Plus, I'm sore, and it might help me sleep. This is great. Oh, who knows? They Good might have... Uh, Damn it, Jennifer. I'm going to sneak out and not pay anything. <laughs> Catch some rain, hibernate till June. Live it up, it's gone too soon. When you live on the North Coast, you manage your time. Get the best of three months, you gotta live through nine. Days shorter, least fall, beaches closed. Just talk with some friends. We pack it in, come back out when it's warm again. When you live on the North Coast, you manage your time. Get the best three months, you gotta live through night. That's life on the North Coast. That's life on the North Coast. That's life. 